Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Polish-born, New York City-based jazz pianist, improviser, and composer Kuba Chihaki. He opened up about his 2023 CD, Flowing Circles. It's a great album, surviving COVID and his life in music. He specializes in merging that which is often kept at odds, the classic and the avant-garde, the technical and the emotional, rigorously written and the spontaneously performed. He is a big talent from the Eastern Europe jazz scene in the late 2000s, and he would leave Warsaw on a scholarship to attend the music school at the City College of New York. Since then, things have been opened up. He's played at jazz festivals across the United States, Europe, and Asia. He's just beginning. Enjoy this story. Well, hey, man, it's great to meet you. Thank you so much for taking a minute out. I really, really enjoyed Flowing Circles. Oh, and, thank uh, you so much. Yeah, and, and before we get into that album, I'd love to ask you about surviving the pandemic the last three and a half years. How did you get through it and how did it change you? It's interesting how how time, the, the feeling of time, like how, how weird it, it feels, especially when we talk about pandemic, it feels like uh, quite a long time ago. Um, it, was, it was just, what, three, four, four years ago, right? Yeah. Uh, but also it seems like um, many of us, I think, I don't know, it was just a, such a weird time that it, it feels like you want to forget about it or just it seems distance distant but anyways it was um you know we stayed home a lot i mean i actually got COVID right at the beginning uh march march 2020 uh so it felt like uh, i had it before i have anybody knew what I, what, what I was but anyways it was uh you know uh, lots of time home actually uh I spent some time on uh, on music making, so that was that was good. But just uh, I don't know. If in our neighborhood, we are uh, uh, Jackson Heights in Queens. There is an El Elmhurst Hospital, which is uh, which was one of the mo the heaviest, um, uh, very hev heavily hit in terms of COVID. So we just we would hear the sirens going on all the time. So it was just a reminder of you know it's really bad. Uh, so for us, it was it wasn't the you know we were also worried about the families in Poland. I'm from Poland, and my wife as well. Uh, otherwise, you know, uh, we survived in the end. Uh, uh, you know, it's 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 all good, but just a very weird. Uh, what was it like two years, two and a half, or whatever? It just feels like um, a very strange period where you you lose sense of. Of, of time and and also in terms of activities very very weird you know the music stopped at some point basically i mean we did some uh online thing like a zoom concert here and there but otherwise uh it was tough but you know um it's interesting that you you, you know it's a, a time time goes by and then at some at, after some time you 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 know it goes away. It doesn't. It doesn't seem like um, uh, something that you know you, you keep thinking about. I mean, hopefully, and it seems like we we were basically uh, over the whole COVID, the the main uh, da most dangerous thing. So uh, yeah, so we we're back in in uh, in our routines, and it seems like it's um, yeah, it's good. It's good now. It's good now. It's it was just a, a strange uh, period for sure. I, I agree. Absolutely. Well, let's talk about um, a, a fun thing, which is flowing circles. Talk to me about how you artistically put this album together and how you feel about it. How do they um, put it artistically? So 
don't know, it feels like it's just uh, quite a few different things, quite a few diff different factors. Uh, it's, you know, it's actually not that easy to to put it together in, in, the, in the in order because it was just so many things. I mean, like um, one thing that was kind of important, it seems like, especially after after when I look at it after like from a perspective. So I did a, a duo album with uh, the guitar player uh, uh, Brandon Seabrook. Um, if that was in 2021. Uh, and I thought, oh, this is actually nice. This is actually really cool. How about I'll try something with a bigger group, something in that context. So meaning uh, this kind of, uh, I mean, generally speaking, avant-garde approach, meaning experimental approach to form and, and interaction and sounds and in general, uh, just this kind of sound, but with a, a bit different um, setting and context and uh and i mean uh, i was going for some more jazz oriented uh some jazz elements it, it wasn't very clear at the beginning i actually wrote a few pieces uh that were supposed to combine those elements and and they and they did to an extent it was i was i was glad they did but um even at the beginning it wasn't it wasn't that clear so that was one thing sort of putting together the the, the group that sort of Right away, uh, you might say, um, set a tone or, or 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 vibe or, you know. So I had we I had a, a great great rhythm section: uh, Colin Stranahan and Edward Perez, uh, and and Lucas Pino on saxophone. Um, that was that was um, it. It was really great to have, honestly, people from a little different uh uh you know from different backgrounds and different different stylistically uh, a bit different and so you you know you used the word artistically how th this uh sort of um came together you know that was one thing sort of to put together a few different influences and that's that that was um so that that happened on on the level of bringing these musicians together. Also, my wife, vocalist Bogna Kicinska, also was uh, part of it, you know, part of that sound. Um, so so quite a, a few different influences. Um, and that was one aspect. Other other thing was just, uh, I was actually, you know, it, it had been uh, a, a few years before I recorded it that, you know, I, I was thinking about the album. I was thinking about music that you know maybe should have been recorded a while ago like there was one piece that i wrote when i was 20 something you know it was just a, a long time ago and uh in a way long overdue and i felt like okay i mean it, it's not the the most the, the the most fresh tune but i just want to have it on the album and the thing is it just never happened on other it was never a place to to do it on other albums so, so that's a, another thing uh just s partly the mu the music that i recorded we recorded was were pieces that i knew you know i played a few years before with different groups uh and i just wanted to have it on on my new album just just like that and then let's say the other half was something that i wrote specifically for this for this group for this um project so in a way, yeah, it contains quite a few things. Um, and, the, you know, the, the more I talk about it, the more I also, when I, um, 
And I did a artist statement for, for the publicist that realized, oh, this is so much, it touches so many things. Uh, let me see if I can actually put an order, you know, it's just, it's just, uh, and I, I, I think I, I'm, I don't want to say I failed, but it wasn't uh, that easy to me. You know, I, I went into some maybe a bit intellectual analysis of how it all went. Uh, but in a way, in the end, you know, it's, it's, it's music and it's an experience that happens. And sometimes it's not something you fully control. I mean, in jazz, maybe more often than not, you don't fully control the ultimate effect. So I was I was surprised on the day of the session. I was surprised quite a few times by what really happened and and i guess maybe just leaving that space that um uh that uh, space to for that to happen you know allowing that to happen that's something that i'm really interested in so you don't really know you you have a certain context you have musicians that you know you know they they can <laughs> they can play so well that they something is going to happen most likely but then you, in the end, you, you know, you just see what happens and, um, and then, and at, at least partly, I know, I mean, my, many of those pieces that I wrote, wrote for the concert, for the, uh, for the, for the album were actually quite specific. So it's not like, you know, there was super open, totally free, not, not at all. Um, uh, I mean, I mean, some of them, but, uh, but they had, they always had that, you know, uh, quite a few moments where it, it was, it could really go different, different, different places. And um, th that's something that I like about it. Uh, otherwise, like I said at the beginning, it's quite a few things, um, quite a few things happened and quite a few things were, uh, uh, you know, parts of it, of the whole picture. Uh, so as you can see, you know, it's, it's just a list of things that, um, um, that that sort of made in the end made uh, the final uh, effect and um, and it's it's just interesting also to talk about it afterwards because you you realize oh okay so what was the most important it's hard it's you know it's actually hard to say quite a few things um, uh, um, were in the process and um, yeah basically that's it so. Talk to me a little bit about your childhood growing up and how jazz became your life. Okay, so um, that's, uh, yeah, th th there are a few things um, that were important when I was young. Basically, uh, I come from a small town in Poland uh, called Chodzież, and it's um, it's in the western, the western part of Poland. It's, um, it's actually, you know, it's really, really interesting. There are two basic big factors why I became musician, a musician and, and why jazz. So, and they're quite specific. So in that hometown, um, there has been a, a summer workshop, summer jazz camp happening for over 50 years, which is actually um, maybe, I, mean, I think they advertise it as um, the most, the, the, the oldest in Europe and, and one of the oldest in, in, the, in the world uh, in terms of the, this kind of uh, event. Um, and, uh, it was just, uh, it, that was it, you know, I, at some point I, um, I just started, you know, I just joined, I just participated. Although I remember a funny thing when I was really young, I didn't really like it. <laughs> so jazz was seemed this like distant and, and just, um, just, I didn't get it. It was, I realized, I remember the one thought, oh, I don't 
really get it, but it's kind of fun. And let's see what, you know, let's see what happens. And after a few years, I, I uh, started doing, uh, being a, so participant, and at some point I became, you know, the faculty, and then so on. But that was one of the things. So, so really um, uh, important, and many, many uh, really good uh, musicians from all over the country and Europe as well uh, would come and teach and participate and, and take part. So, so lots of good music, uh, lots of good jazz, you know, would, would happen uh, during those days uh, in the summer. Uh, and the second big factor is my family. Maybe the, the order should be, you know, there should be the other way around. Uh, my father is um, a, a, you know, a guitar player and a teacher. Uh, he also plays piano and he would, um, he would conduct this uh, semi-professional choir, which, uh, in which my whole family would sing at some point, which was just very, fun musical experience for quite a few years we would sing um and it was also not it was like partly classical but actually even more jazz influenced singing like take six kind of uh, vocal group uh, and, and and sound so uh but lots of uh, lots of musical traditions in the family my mom would sing with my dad when they were younger in a in a group in groups, actually vocal groups like that, sort of, um, you know, jazz influenced, uh, but also um, sort sort of like singer songwriter uh, with with this vocal different vocal parts, um, but lots of music in in my in my home like since the very beginning. Uh, so that was I mean definitely even even though I it seems like I never really. Uh, took lessons with my dad like officially we never really did it because i i, don't know, I just didn't want to you know the normal thing but uh, about the kids d d not wanting to listen to their parents um in general you know i might say that happens a lot uh but then you know i would learn obviously a lot just uh we would play do you know duos piano guitar and we do lots of things uh together so anyways these are the two things um yeah, I would say maybe first the family traditions, genes, and and the music we would listen at home. You know, which uh, uh, which was uh, you know my dad had had those uh, jazz cassettes, lots lots of um, uh, yeah, like take six um, from from you know more jazz oriented. Uh, Pat Metheny, uh, uh, Stan Getz. I mean, lots of different things um, and. Um, yeah and then and then that's these are these were the and then it's just you know i went to the music school in uh, in warsaw from from small that you know the this my small hometown we was which was a big step uh but obviously i, I was very glad i did it uh it was actually after high school so i waited or it happened so it happened that it, it just happened way late in terms of the the, the actual musical education so at the beginning it was you know, my dad, some lessons, some private lessons, but not too much. And then, um, and then the, the, the jazz uh, camp, um, the, the jazz workshop every summer. And then after high school, I would go to, to actual, the actual music school with the jazz department in Warsaw. And then I spent there, uh, I was there for about, what, uh, maybe six, seven years. 
four plus three, seven, maybe. Uh, lots of things happen, uh, you know, also in terms of getting to know the environment, the, uh, the jazz musicians, you know, from different circles actually and playing different things with different people. Uh, and at some point, uh, yeah, my friend, uh, guitar player, who was um, at new school in New York, he, uh, I came to visit him for, for, you know, for a few weeks, and then I came again for, for, for two months. And then the next time I actually applied, um, yeah, something like that. It was, I think it was a bit longer that period, but, but at some point, uh, actually we came here with my wife from Poland, um, to study at um yeah at city college and and and, and for her it was queen's college uh and then yeah and i since 2010 i've been in new york uh first at you know learn uh, studying at city college and then on my artist visa that's that's the that's how you know it happened that i i'm here so talk to me a little bit about you know what do you like the best about being a professional musician um you know um i think you know just in general mu you know making music together i mean I, I know it's it's quite simple i guess it's it became even more simple out you know after after all those years of doing different things musically that um i mean it's obviously especially if you have uh, you have an opportunity to play with 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 really good musicians you get to appreciate you know the energy being shared you know the the experience being sh shared and the and just i don't know the simple things about music making you know in the end i know i mean there are different musical styles and some of them that don't really feel like it's any easy or simple music making but still uh even when i play avant-garde and sometimes i mean it's, it's really like it's just having fun and just expressing simple things um even though it might sound like really difficult or 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 distant for an, you know let's call an you know an, an average listener but um yeah having a, a frequent opportunity to to play with with really good musicians or with musicians in general, you, you start to appreciate even, you know, <laughs> the gigs that are not all, always perfect in terms of your, you know, ideal conditions. But um, yeah, it's just, uh, it's just a, a form of, of, of being into uh, the experience and appreciating the, that, that opportunity. Um, but obviously, yes, it's true. The better the, the context, the, be the better the level, the higher the level, you realize, oh, wow, this is so... We, we just uh, had a, uh, the, the CD release uh, show re recently, and um, it was just, you know, even the rehearsal was just so much fun to, ex you know, to explore new things and to try new things. And especially if you write your own music, uh, then you can, you can put so much in it you know so much of a different ex different experience um if you if you're real willing to if that's your let's say thing because some people maybe prefer not to include let's say so much uh i i do i do like it though and uh it's it can contain so much that you feel like oh wow this is 
so uh, fulfilling and it's just so much of of you know of what would i think or feel or experience you know so so in general the um yeah looking for those experiences where, where you can really first of all um, and i guess maybe first of all would be to share experience with other people at least that's that's the goal and it's great if it happens um on some let's say significant level but and at the same time yeah just experience i mean express your you know your world whatever it is uh your emotions your uh point of view your um just your approach to sound in general because sound is so you know it can be so many things so and you can express through so many different kinds of sounds you know even like every day I'm, I'm hearing some some sounds from the street right now so you know um which in the avant-garde world could be easily uh, sort of a language on its own you know and, and it, could, it could express through that language uh, but but that would be it, you know. Just look, sometimes it is also, you know, not the easiest, not the most obvious thing. It's it's hard work, actually, hard work to to for me at least uh, to maintain that one for one thing um, mindset, but also I guess maybe a skill set, and also main, you know maintain the kind of relationship with musicians that allow you to. To create that energy, because I think you know we we're also good at um, limiting ourselves and and um, and maybe not allowing the energy to go out smoothly and 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 easily and clearly. So so you know again uh, a few different things, but in in the end, uh, yeah, playing different kinds of music where it just also it's. So for me, it's going to be some a bit different um, thing than for somebody else. But for me, uh, um, sometimes it just feels right, and and it's you know it depends on a few different things. But um, having those opportunity opportunities, uh, it just feels it just feels like I mean a thing to uh, you know it's worth living for. To be really honest, and I actually that's that's the thought I had after the last uh, um, rehearsal and end the show. If you find the right people and you can express yourself, the you know really fully, and you feel like, oh, this is this is really it, then it it's a uh, it's a really strong uh, motivation, you know, really strong feeling that oh, this makes sense. Even the even if you know the money is not great, or or maybe it's not something you know the you know you 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 won't be winning a Grammy for it, or even any you know. Any kind of you know the award thing it's not always the thing but if you feel it's right if you feel it's strong then uh it's something to um you know to just keep in mind to work for and and just keep trying to so that it keeps happening so talk to me a little bit about if anyone wants to pick up the album learn about live shows anything about your world what's the best way to do that so uh, the album was uh, uh, released by Brooklyn Jazz Underground, and uh, one of the ways uh, uh, to get the album would be through their website. Uh, so if you if you go to Brooklyn Jazz Underground website, there is a uh, there is information and album cover and how you can get the the CD. Uh, you can also go to my Bandcamp page um, with my name in Falling Circles. 
um, in terms of the the the, sh the live shows, uh, right now I'm I'm in the process of of um, of booking some new shows, so it will be uh, announced pretty soon, I think. Uh, but mo most likely in the I would say spring. Uh, this spring, uh, maybe late late spring, we would have uh, some few more shows, most likely with the same ensemble in, in, somewhere in New York. Excellent. This has been wonderful. Thank you so much for opening up about your life and music, the new album. Best of luck with everything. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest players and minds in Poland, New York City, Kansas City, and spots all over the world giving fans all that jazz. And thanks to Kuba for his time, energy, and story. If you want to hear more Neon Jazz interviews, you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Subscribe to us at YouTube. And for everything Neon Jazz, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Jazz.